Welcome, race fans, to the very first episode of Splash and Go with Tommy Joe, a Funds production. I am your host, Tommy Joe, with our special guest host today, longtime friend and longtime NASCAR fan, Alex Reckless. What's up, Tommy? How's it going, Alex? I'm okay. So, we got a lot to talk about this week, don't we? We do, since we've had, now this is the second weekend off because yes. of the uh, Olympic break, because NBC is covering that, and their NASCAR race is on, or NASCAR's with NBC, that's pause, but uh, I think it's a little bit of a good break. Yeah, but. I think that the drivers like it. Kyle Busch seems to be living uh, <laughs> the best life he's been living if, lately. If you followed <laughs> his social media, he wasn't even like it was like the first week. Yeah, it, it was, was literally like right when, like once they left New Hampshire, he was just like being chased by cops on a golf cart. Like, <laughs> like Kyle Busch is living his best life. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, All right. So let's, let's get down to business here. We got we got four races left before the playoffs. We have. Two real courses, which Alex just brought up. That is, I think, the first time in the Cup Series that we've gone back-to-back to road courses. Well, now that they brought in so many road course races onto the schedule, which I personally love. Me too. I'm a big fan of it. It brings a lot into what you have to do to be a good NASCAR driver. But, uh, yeah, you got two road courses, uh, the Glen, and then the first Cup race for the uh, road course at the Indianapolis. Yes. The Verizon 200 at the Brickyard, which... I will say, last year when when Xfinity raced there, oh, we were huge fans of that race. That that was what like five cars battling for the lead. Yes. Where else do you see that many cars battling for the win? Not not the lead, the win. The win, yeah. The win. I, that 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 was really good, really great, tight packed racing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then especially, we have, especially the, for, I'm sorry, so especially for a road course. Yes, and then we have the Firekeepers Casino 400 at Michigan. And then the season finale at uh, Daytona, the Coke Zero Sugar 400, which I will be there, and hopefully I can get uh, a good podcast then yep. uh, down in uh, Daytona. And that race itself is essentially a wild card. Oh, I would say did. that I would say that is NASCAR's version of a wild card. I honestly, I mean, I I'm not the biggest fan of Super Speedway because it's such a wild card anybody can win but honestly to have it as the regular season closer especially with the way the standings are right now is mm-hmm. going to be crazy and let's talk about those standings cuz we have a season points leader who's not locked into the playoffs with those type of races especially Daytona as the last race of the regular season Denny Hamlin could easily be knocked out e- very easily especially when you have guys like Let's look at the playoffs here. One second. When you have guys like uh, Tyler Reddick, Kevin Harvick, Austin Dillon, Chris Buescher, uh, Matt Benedetto, Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse, who has been known to get stuff done at Daytona. Um, you also have Daniel Suarez and Chase Briscoe. I really, really say that, that that last race is up for anyone. All those drivers that you just listed can easily be at the fit, uh being the lead at the finish. Yeah, and not just Daytona. I feel like any one of those guys have a chance of the next four races. Um, definitely. Matt Benedetto has showed some strong uh, finishes at road courses. Kevin Harvick is always just a strong driver. Um, Daniel Suarez has been doing okay this year in the new in his he new has. ride. He has. He's been kind of he's been kind of uh, riding under the radar. Very quietly. In the 99 car. Very quietly, but he's put up some good finishes. He has. Ross Chastain is running really strong in his first year in the 42 car. So uh, there's yeah. definitely a lot of drivers, even outside the bubble, that could easily put up a, a get their some of these are their first win or just a yeah. couple wins, and really upset the uh, make an upset 
entry into the uh, playoffs this yeah. year. And you know, I'll say, seeing that, that Chase Briscoe is currently sitting in 24th, that, that kind of surprises me because he set the Xfinity Series on fire last year. I think he won nine races last year. Probably. I it, was, it was something about like I know it was about nine races. He didn't win the championship. That went to Austin Sendrick. But um, I'm really surprised that he's struggling. I think that just goes to show how hard these cars are to drive. Well, I think that also goes we haven't seen a lot of uh, strong wins from the Ford camp. That, that is true, too. The Ford camp has been struggling quite a bit this year. They came out pretty strong at Daytona. And the first couple of races, they they were pretty strong. And then once we got to the first mile and a half track, Kyle Larson kind of set uh, everything on fire, which, unfortunately, I'm biased. I'm a Hendrick Motorsports fan. <laughs> uh, he lost to Blaney at, at Vegas. But um, Forge had a pretty good beginning to the year, and then they seemed to kind of fallen off. And then there was a surge of Toyota wins, and then we had this Hendrick domination yeah. for, for a long time, like starting to, with uh, Kyle got, Larson at... No, was that starting with? I think it was starting with Chase at Coda, right? Maybe that was like I think that was the first win, and then Hendrick Engines won almost every race from there to Kurt Busch at Atlanta. Yeah, we got to see we got to see one of those wins at Dover. We did. We got to see uh, Alex Bowman win at Dover, which was another upset win, and another upset loss for Kyle Larson. He had he had the best car all day. And even though this wasn't a points race, I did also get to see in that domination. I got to see Kyle Larson win the All Star race. Yeah, you got to see Hendrick Motorsports <laughs> completely whooped everyone's ass in uh, Texas for the All Star race. All right, so let's get back on topic a little bit. You know, we went off talking about those. Uh, Four cars not doing well. Jenny's in a Toyota, and Toyota's been doing good. He's had such strong finishes that he is the regular points uh, leader. Yes, and and if there's no new winners, or if there's two new winners, and there's still a third spot available, um, then he's in. Well, as long as he still as long as he still stays in that that first place, if Kyle Larson can knock him out, that's going to be pretty dangerous. That that's another thing that he has to watch out for. That Kyle Larson does not overtake his position. In the playoffs, but he's out. Mm-hmm. Especially if there's true. other winners. Kyle Larson's right there with all those wins that he has. Because if the if the points don't change too much, he's sitting fourth. Once they go to, what's the first race? Um, We're probably gonna edit this part out right here. No, Darlington. Darlington. So when when they when the series playoffs kicks off in Darlington, um, you have yes. No, I was gonna put the standings back up. Oh. I have, I have, <laughs> I have this right here. This is our first, our first podcast. So, uh, no, you're fine. Bear, bear with us here, guys. Yeah. Um, so, so the standings are over here. Okay. So yeah. So just leave that open. I have, I have this here. Okay. <laughs> so um, going into there, you have Danny Hamlin who's sitting uh, in fourth, mm. which is not a bad spot to be. I mean, Kyle Larson comes in with a huge. Huge lead over uh, Martin Truex Jr., but um, Denny Hamlin is not too far behind that. But behind, he's only three points behind Truex. Yeah, I mean, Denny Hamlin still had a really strong uh, season. You know, he's got a lot of uh, stage wins. Yes. Sorry, he's got a lot of stage wins, which gives him a lot of uh, championship points. But he just doesn't have that win. So how does that make you feel about the playoffs? The fact that he still doesn't have this win and he has a chance not to make it. I'm kind of indifferent because he because he hasn't won, which clearly shows. But he's very competitive. He just can't get it done. Um, I think it just goes to show how hard it is, how hard and how competitive the season is. 
that even without a win and and performing so well, you're not always guaranteed. See, now, if this was before the playoffs, he'd have such a dominating win. We'd be like, yeah, he's going to win the championship. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, if but, this was pre, pre-Chase, this was the Winston Cup era, we'd probably have another Matt Kenseth on our hands. Yeah. But that's why I like this current playoff stand, uh, playoff system is it does put an emphasis on having to win. Yes. But now with the stages and the stage points, it does put an emphasis on doing good throughout the whole race, which is why Denny Hamlin is still so high up in the points. Um, but yeah, he's just got to he's got to get that win. He's got to he's, he's got to get that win, which which also we we don't want to discount Denny Hamlin. He has as best chance of anyone that's not locked in to win any of these next four races. Exactly. He just has yeah. to get it done at the end. And you know, again, that you know, that kind of why the NASCAR brought in the playoffs because, you know, any other sports, I get it. NASCAR is a motor racing sport, uh, ball and bat sports. Is yeah, you know, you, you don't have everyone but, competing at the same time in all the other sports of playoffs. Right. I get that, but you gotta win. But you gotta win. Yeah. So that's why, I'm. You know, I, I the way this is shaking up proves you have to do good. You have to win in the season. But now, you know, if he does make it in, he's still going to be starting strong because he's. Performed. Yes, he's season. starting fourth because, and that reward this this point system rewards winning, but I don't mean winning consistency. Because if he could get a win, he's poised very well in, in the playoffs. Yes, he is. He he, he will become. Uh, he a will threat. say a threat and contender for the championship. Now, the only change I would like to make personally to the the playoff picture, the the playoff point system, is that I wish that the winner of the regular season. Got a buy all the way to uh, almost at Homestead. Buy all the way to Phoenix. Okay. No. Um, like Let's so, play. you could either have the the rest of the guys race for the other three spots, or you have the the regular season champion over on, on his own, and then you have you make your own final four, and then you have five guys going for the championship. Okay. Now, put it this way: Denny doesn't win mm-hmm. these next four races. And there's repeat winners. So those other guys, he beats them in. He gets a bye without winning a race to the Phoenix. Well, that's what. Excuse me. That's why I think it would be fair to have another four guys compete for and have five guys compete for the championship okay. instead of four. Because that way, if he does have a, a really poor uh, playoffs like Kevin Harvick last year, he's not taking that spot away from someone that deserves it. Okay. It's just an, it's an extra spot. And I, I feel like it, it can make it more entertaining. I kind of understand that. Um, it's it's a little, you know... I mean, people say NASCAR is gimmicky to begin with, but you, you do you do want to you do want to really put emphasis on winning the regular season. So I guess because we always see people complain that the the regular season doesn't matter. The twenty six races that start the season off don't matter. Clearly, it's only it's the last. Well, we know they do, <laughs> but only it's the only last ten that matter. You just have to be good in the last ten. Like Tony Stewart back in twenty eleven, when he won the championship. Where was that? Yeah, it was twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. How he had he won five races that year, all in the playoffs. Like so, but that's when it counts. But that's that's when it counts. Um, I'm, but yeah, but I, mean, I think that would be a way to make the regular, the first twenty six races really matter because you you want to win then because you win that then you you automatically are in poise to win the championship not win but to, you you automatically have a shot to win the championship yeah and you can kind of take the pressure off and enjoy the playoffs okay yeah you know what? that's not really not a bad point so uh, NASCAR if you're listening yes 
Um, maybe, maybe think about that. That's really not that bad of an idea. I actually agree with you on that. Uh, it does put more emphasis on still doing good throughout the season because it it, it pays off the drive. It rewards the driver for driving good for twenty six races, mm. and it doesn't take at the same time it doesn't take away someone else's position, and at the final race, right? Okay. In case they do fall off over the last ten races. Okay. Yeah. That's. Uh... What's next on the list? We have New Hampshire. So New Hampshire was a, I believe it was a low. Low downforce. Low downforce, high horsepower package, right? Yeah, because it's even though it's a mile race, it's yeah. still very it's, much it's, like it's, a short track. Uh, like a short track. And Ford was... This was not the Ford that we've seen all year. Nope. This was this was a new kind of Ford. Well, out at the Eric Armarola, he didn't dominate the whole race. He, was he, didn't strong. Do, he was strong the whole race, yeah. but he, dom, he dominated towards the end. Mm-hmm. I, I would say this was more of like an Alex Bowman at Richmond kind of win. Where he wasn't really poised to win it, but then like he when he won it, he finally he definitely deserved that win. Oh yeah. Um, but he, even Kevin Harvick was was doing well. I I don't remember if he led any laps, but he was def- he definitely had a strong car. I don't remember him Joe, being in the front, so no. Joey Logano o- overcame that that really poor move by uh, the Penske employee that decided to work on the car on the red oh, flag. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there was a, a lot of there, <laughs> there was a lot of backlash on NASCAR penalizing uh, the 22 team because unfortunately uh, was this 21 years ago 20 years ago Adam Petty lost his life at New Hampshire with a, with a, a stuck throttle and Joey Logano couldn't go wide open but I think if they reasoned with NASCAR and said hey when once we go back you yellow just give us a couple minutes to work on the car to, to get this fixed I think that would have been fine yeah but. But you don't break the rules. No, they. It was a red flag. Yeah, you, you don't, don't touch, touch the, the car. car, and the guy <laughs> just like stuck his arm right into it, and he knew he was doing something because he didn't open up the hood. He didn't open the hood. He, he wanted, went in yeah. through the air duct. Uh huh. So the guy knew he was doing something wrong, but um, but Joey clearly had a car to beat because he he overcame coming down to going down two laps, and he finished. I think he finished sixth. Don't ask me. Um, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he, he had a top ten finish, and um. But Ford had a great showing at New Hampshire. Is this a sign of new things to come, or do they just have a good car with that high, with that low downforce, high horsepower package? Um, I don't know because what you were saying before, they started off pretty well, but they just haven't performed at all this year. Um, you saw the domination of the Chevys with Hendrick Motorsports and Toyota and as well. Toyota, Joe Gibbs just. Dominated. Well, yeah, I mean, that's really the only thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, there was, you know, Ford is, it was noticeable. It was lacking this year. And uh, and even so, okay, if they if they are strong with the low downforce, high uh, horsepower, the next few races, just to get into the uh, playoffs. Yeah. That well, I think fall into I their... think they're low downforce, high horsepower, aren't they? The road courses? Yeah. Michigan's they, not. Have, no. But have they been doing good at the road courses? No. 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 <laughs> so, Ford, for the next four races, not going to do well. Then after that, you got Darlington, Richmond, maybe, but they're not, they haven't been strong. Yeah. They, been strong yeah, in the they, they really, have, really have not been that strong. I, I don't think Ford's just going to keep doing good this year. I just think they really, I don't know if they, they just focus on New Hampshire. They just had you know good luck at New Hampshire and ended up being where they needed to be. It's just shocking to see how dominant they were last year and, and to fall apart well, this year the way they I, did. Can I just give what I think? Hey, um, this, is, this is what we're here for, man. I know. Uh, well, when 
Ford introduced the Mustang. When you looked at that Mustang, it looked like a blown up fast version of it. It's fusion. It yeah. was the fusion. It was the fusion. Dominated in the fusion. And they did, yeah. So now that Toyota and Chevy saw that, and Chevy blew up their car a little bit, you know? Yeah. So they changed, I think they, that was 2019, they changed the body. Yeah. Did so they change the nose? After, after the Mustang was introduced. Mm -hmm. So now that Chevy and Toyota caught up with what Ford did doing with that, that body change, Ford couldn't keep up with them. Yeah. You know, it could be, it came a, uh, it became a race of, by the mo you know, power and, and driver and Ford just couldn't keep up. And that could, and that can uh, lead us into our next, uh, our next uh, part. No, our next segment here is uh, this next gen car. How, how much are teams willing to to invest into this current car for a car that we think is not going to race next year? Because um, I've been listening, I, I listen to uh, Door Pumper Clear a lot, and they, a lot of the guys on that podcast are not. Very, po or not very uh, positive that we're going to get a full season of the next gen car next year. You don't think so? No, mm. because they uh, they aren't sure how safe the car is. They the the uh, in testing the deployment of the body of the mm. the roll cages have been delayed oh. a, a month. I mean, they're the teams are trying to get in now, but mm -hmm. they're already a month back from where mm. they were. And uh, they were doing a load force test at uh, Texas, I think it was last weekend, okay. and they had some test drivers driving the cars to get some data, and supposedly the TRD car didn't have a positive outcome. Uh, according to Twitter and according to other sources, uh, the TRD car made contact with the wall. <laughs> we don't know how bad, there's no, there's no pictures of it, there's no video of it, but we do know, we do know the driver's okay. The driver was a, was a spotter for uh, Martin uh, for, Martin, for Martin Truex Jr., who was also a sim driver for Joga's Racing. Hmm. But uh, yeah, this this is twenty twenty two is going to be a big year for NASCAR. It's we still don't have a schedule either. No, uh, I hope they. I hope honestly, I would like to schedule the same the same. I, I like the schedule that they had this year, even with the two, even with the two week break. Well, we probably won't get that because there's no. Uh, well, that's Olympics how we got. That's year. how we got the, the double header was because they needed to. What double header? Pocono. Pocono. Well, they did that during the pandemic too. That was scheduled to be before even the pandemic. Yeah, because it was the Olympics. The Olympics were last year. Hmm. Oh. Well, I hope they keep the double header because God, that was such an amazing weekend. That was a really and great. Pocono weekend. hosted it great, and it was such a great turnout. So there, we did record a podcast at Pocono. But uh, you, I, you never got it. I came up. into issues with editing it, and it might come up maybe during the off season as a, a little bonus for uh, whatever fans we uh, we generate here. Yeah. Um, but Pocono doubleheader was a really great weekend. Uh, we've been going to races together since at least the last what four years now, <laughs> something like that. And um, this has definitely been the best experience. That, absolutely. We did the we did camp at Dover one one year, but uh, being able to when you entered the camper and being able to be inside the track was just a totally different experience. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Dover's a great track, but, oh, yeah. but being able to camp inside of a racetrack is so much better than camping outside of a, a, a racetrack. Because yeah. then, then you have to be relying on shuttle buses and just walking so far. A lot. Where you just wake up and there's just NASCAR all around you. Yeah. Anyway, so 
little off topic there. But a little, yeah, a little off topic. But um, we. Uh, I don't have much to say about the new cars. Uh, I just know they're coming out. They look like they're going to be good. And uh, the, what NASCAR's been talking about, what they're putting into it, should. It looks like it should produce good racing. So I really, can't, I really do look forward to it. Hopefully, these little. It's only been a few things that they've had issues with with the crashing and how it's taking these crashes. Hopefully they could get it figured out and it's really not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I would love to see it next year and I'd love to see the racing that it produced because yes. it, it, I feel like it's just going to be some of the best racing we've ever seen. I think too. It's, it's definitely, I, I don't think it's going to be exactly like the gen four, how, um, how that racing was, but to make the car safe, I don't think that is also, that's the thing that I, I want to touch on. You keep hearing these rumors about how these cars are, are unsafe. New car? The new car. I wanted to speak from my experience as being a fan and someone that's that's watched NASCAR closely for like the last 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's nothing more important to NASCAR than safety. Yeah. When we lost Dale 20 years ago, that became initiative number one for NASCAR. And I really don't think that they would overlook something like the car being too stiff. Absolutely. Or I, I really don't think like, – like NASCAR does a lot wrong. I'm, I'll, I'll be the first <laughs> one to call them out on their BS. But I think the last thing that they would do is overlook safety. Right. And they had a lot of safety implement, uh, just safety measures in this current car. Yeah. And while they're getting a new car, I would imagine they transfer a lot of that over. Mm-hmm. I think one of the re- things they were having issues with is the way how the, this new car is built, where it's like your centerpiece, the yeah. cage, and then the... And you have the bolt-on rear and the bolt-on front. That might be the one issue I think they're talking about what it is. But I, but I could think- see that being a weak point, not a strong point. Because they're saying that the car is too stiff. And it's not absorbing the impact. Yeah, those that should be parts where it should absorb. Then. Yeah, you so, would think so. I don't know. I don't know. Then uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I really don't think that safety is going to be an issue. That that, no. that that's just my personal opinion. I, I could so. be dead wrong. We could go out into Daytona next year, and, and I I could eat my words. I mean, we almost saw that this year. Yeah. Well, two two years ago. <laughs> two years ago. Two years ago. Whatever. Well, no, that was last. God, that was last year. I thought it was the uh, it was the Daytona five hundred twenty twenty. You talk about Newman? Yeah, yeah, that was twenty twenty. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Next lot. Uh. Matty D. I love him. We we know that uh, Alex here he loves Matty D. Um. We actually did. We see him at Pokemon. Yeah, we did. Too. Yeah, yeah, I we, got we, did. we got we, a signature on we, my car. We did. We I got did. my yeah. Um. <laughs> I think Matty D is a great guy. I think he has a great personality. He, he's very easily likable by fans. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he hasn't won. He hasn't won, but he's put up the finishes that prove that and if he gets a good ride, he could put up finishes. He could put up wins. He's just never been in good equipment. I mean, the... Go what? Go fast was never good. No, no. Uh, but I don't even know what he was in before that. BK Racing, not yeah. good. But uh, how long does he go for his career? Racing? He just needs a good ride. When he gets slightly better equipment than what he was in before, and he, but he put up second place finishes, top fives, top tens. He puts up the finishes. You know, we were talking about points before, and what he's just outside the bubble because yeah. he's in, you know. A, he had some uh, unfortunate finishes this year. Yeah, he's, because, he's 19th currently. Because his uh, pit crew. His pit crew sucked this year. Yeah. They gave given up so many. He'd be running in a top 10, like 7th position. 
He goes in the pit. They have the worst pit stop ever, like a 20 seconds, you know, and that, he that loses all those. What? That is slow. Yeah. And, you know, then that's his race for the, you know. Yeah. So, but the pick, when the pick is good and the team's on point, he's got a top 10, you know, but I don't think he's had the cars. Which brings me up to my next point. If, if, if Matty D is such a great driver and he needs better equipment, why is that, why are all his fans upset that he's lost his ride with Woodbros if it's not a good car? I mean, granted, you, you need a car to race, but... Yeah. If it's not a good if it's not a good ride, why is everybody upset? Especially when he was told a year ago that he was out. No, I'm not super upset by it. I'm not saying you personally, but I there's think, there's think, a lot of people on I the internet the news, crying about it. I think the news of what we'll talk about later about what's going on with uh, Penske Racing that may have given us a chance to probably see him stay in the 21 car, and then they just pull a driver out of nowhere with Harrison Burton. Yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> so I mean, that's that's how I get that. I think that's kind of like like where why are you where are you getting him from you know you still had a driver right here if you get uh, you know but um, it that's I think that's why they're up, uh, up in arms a little bit but um, no yeah I I because now where, you got to think where is he gonna go I don't know where he goes yeah I there's no open competitive ride right now no and there's. And so if you see him go into another ride that's not competitive, then, yeah, yeah, he's not going to get a win. Yeah, which I think that's a problem with these charters because I feel like there's drivers out – there's owners out there that want to field another car, but excuse me, but they can't afford another charter Yeah, because the charter is like buying a whole other race team to begin with. It, yeah. There's like – I think there's 36 charters. So it's like why – I, I hate this charter system. I, I love it. And, I love it and hate it at the same time because it gives the, the team – Worth it gives the team value if they yeah. want to sell, but well, that's now you come down to this where you have people like Rick Ware Racing who have no business in NASCAR. He may be great in IMSA, he may be great in IndyCar, he does not belong in NASCAR. Not at all. He, he he's just riding around and it's just be, just for motorsports exactly because he's in motorsports but exactly. He's not going to NASCAR because like Dale Junior could probably use one of those. Uh, I'm sure this new venture with uh, Keselowski going to Roush Fenway. I'm pretty sure they might like a couple of charters too. Yeah, that um, and also, what's it called? Spire Spire buying Chip Ganassi. You know, uh, Trackhouse. Trackhouse. I'm sorry, Trackhouse buying Chip Ganassi. Um, they're only going to have two two charters, right? Yeah. Even though you had a team that was two charters and a team of one charter, but now they're only going to have two. Yeah, yeah because I, you weren't completely wrong. Uh, Trackhouse leased the spot, leased the charter from Spire, uh, which well, that's why I had Spire. Which I believe. I'm not entirely sure here. Don't don't crucify. That's where, that's if, where if, all if this stuff. That's where all this stuff gets confusing. I believe it was either GMS, which is another new team coming in, or it was Colleague that bought that Spire charter okay. that the uh, Trackhouse. Trackhouse is using. Okay, so now Trackhouse is just buying the two. So they're the just two. buying the two charters. Okay, and I I gotta tell you, of all the things that happened lately in NASCAR, that had to be the one that surprised me the most i would say so because you had this new team this this new team who's somewhat competitive okay by a team that's been by a legacy team like yeah like i <laughs> that's like video game status yes stuff. exactly <laughs> like and, and it wasn't even for sale it wasn't like oh chef no. is for sale i mean like oh who's potential buyers it was just like oh track uh justin marks of track house racing buys chip ganassi's nascar program what <laughs> yeah that was that was a little wild there. Yeah, and totally unexpected. But uh, and, the, and that's going to change up seats again. Yeah, know, for exactly. a lot of drivers. And I think that going forward with Trackhouse, I think they're going to keep Ross. You think? Okay. One Ross is cheaper. Yeah. 
because uh, you know in NASCAR money is everything. And then they're going to stay with Daniel Suarez. Uh, yeah, I was going to stay with Daniel Suarez. So that's your two drivers. Um, as a, and I think if twenty three eleven can get the second charter, I'm pretty sure that's where Kurt Busch is going to go. Okay. Because um, Kurt Busch is a great driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a he's a very seasoned veteran driver. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of kind of funny how Kurt Busch started out worse than Kyle, as far as yeah. fan reception. Yeah. And now he and now he's like the fan favorite. Like he people are, are rooting for him. Where him. ten years ago they'd be like, "Oh, screw Kyle Busch." Yeah, screw uh, Kurt Busch. Yeah. He was, you know his attitude was not the best. He goes he, to the, he goes to to these teams ever since he started to turn himself around. He goes to these teams and, and he kind of brings them up. Builds him up. He's able to give him the experience. Uh, the he's able to give him lessons from experience that he's learned to be like, yeah, you got to do it this way or whatever. Uh, you know, you got to make the car this. You know, unfortunately, those teams also fold. But um. <laughs> because he's like, you got to spend this money, and then they do, and then they do okay, and then it's like we're we don't have any more money. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I could see. I guess I guess I could see Kurt uh, Kurt Busch going to uh, twenty three. So I guess that brings us next to Kazaski, the uh, big news of the big the, the biggest the big... worst kept secret oh. in NASCAR. Yeah, I I, I almost rumors, remember. Rumors. I, I could have sworn I remember seeing like a post by like NBC Sports months ago. Oh, it was confirmed been... that that he was going to Roush Fenway. Yeah, it's been I, months. I, I could have sworn I saw that. Like, probably it's. It, that's probably why all the rumors came, and then I think came. the second worst kept secret would probably be uh, Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin making a race team, which I didn't believe at first. That was like, yeah, okay, that's not happening. My, why was it? Why would it have been a secret? I was because yeah, it was a rumor. Like, yeah, that's not happening. Because everyone's like, oh, Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan are going to make a race team, and Bubba Wallace is going to go race for him. This was like was... months before it was even announced, and I'm like, what? Well, that makes no sense. Why would Denny make his own race team? Why would Michael Jordan get into NASCAR? Why not? And I'm like. This makes absolutely no sense. Well, they did it. But they did it. So. Uh, but yeah. So now we have Kozlowski going to Rash Money Racing looking for, uh, with a driver ownership role. That's good. I believe yeah. he's the director of competition, I think. I don't know. I forget. Don't exact- ask me. I, I, he's going to He's gonna be, he has some role. He, he has a seat at the table. Yeah. He has a seat at the table over at Roush, which will eventually go to a bigger role once he's out of the car. Once, yeah. he, once he retires. Once, yeah, once um, he retires from driving and Jack Roush is done, you know, retires from owning, the, it's going to be because uh, Brad. And I'm pretty sure that they're going to keep Busher because Busher is contracted. He's young. He's, young, he's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's, that's one thing that, that people have to realize is that if you're older and you're not winning races and you're not you know, knocking down records, you're really not wanted. No. Because you cost so much more money to sponsor, to employ – where you can get someone cheaper and you, you, you can build them the way that you want them to be built. Right. Um, I know there's talks of Newman doing a partial schedule next year. Um, well, he, he was given a lot of options. I haven't heard anything since then. Yeah. But it was either partial schedule, somewhere in the office. I think he would get somewhere in the office because let's not forget, He's he a, invented the Newman bar. He is. Which, a, he's an engineer. He's an engineer, which saved his life at Daytona. Yeah. He could go to any team and be very valuable behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he he is the uh, 
I can't think of his name. Uh, Cowboys quarterback, not Dak Prescott. I'm, I'm uh, not a football guy, so don't ask uh, me. T- he's the Tony Romo of NASCAR. Sure. Because Tony Romo in that booth, he knows so much about football, mm-hmm. but he just cannot get it done on the field. Where I feel like Newman, he knows so much. About I feel like the he car. about the car and about physics and science. He he belongs a lot more in a suit role than a fire suit role. In the shop, in 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 the office, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's got some wins. You know, he's he's real. He's got some good finishes. He's a good driver, but especially now, he doesn't put up the finishes. No, he that you, that a veteran. You know, and it's crazy to think that. Like, I think it was back in twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. He he had a sh- he was in the final four. Was he? He was okay. without a win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that had just... had he got the better finish at Homestead, we'd be talking about former uh, ch- uh, Cup Series champion Ryan Newman. Yeah, but he he's not a former champ. He's series, not uh, champ. But uh, that's what in in and again, like I said, he he just hasn't been performing. So um, it sucks to get that short end of a stick about somebody else's news. Yeah, but um, I they. Roush and Kozlowski have said that he's got a spot there. Um, it's just don't know. He hasn't. I guess he hasn't just chosen anything yet. So uh, yeah, I mean it's so early. I, yeah. I mean this is his life that he has to consider. So mm-hmm. you definitely don't want to rush that decision. No, and you know you might he might even take that. There might be another spot that someone offers that he might like. So you gotta. It's just it's something. That we'll see what happens in the future, yeah. but uh, I think as much as I hate Brad Keselowski, uh, it's definitely a good venture for him yes. to go into the uh, driver owner. I don't know what it's going to do for Roush Fenway because uh, they haven't been performing these last couple of years uh, as a uh, no, they have not as a four team. You know, Stuart Haas was really the four team, um, and then you had then you had Penske. Penske. Um, Which I I want to add. It's kind of sad seeing Roush struggle as much as they have because when we us got growing in, up, when we got we, into racing, we were Hendrick Motorsport fans. It was Hendrick and Roush. It was yeah. Like two, five, if it wasn't if it wasn't Hendrick Motorsports winning, it was Roush. Yeah, it was two five car stables. This is before all the charter system two yes. eliminating to four four cars. But yeah, two two powerhouses from the two American uh, makes yeah. Ford and Chevy winning races all the time. Yeah. And now, Roush is a two-car team that maybe gets a top ten. Which is what I was really worried Hendrick Motorsports would turn into a couple years ago. What? With, with, what when, when Chevy had that, that huge struggle with the equipment. Jimmy uh, Johnson wasn't winning. Chase Elliott wasn't winning. Yeah, but then Chase started winning. Then Chase started winning. Which I believe has something to do with... Uh, I, I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure Chase Elliott going in that 24 car... He was destined not to win in the twenty-four. I guess not. Um, there was some kind of curse on, on that number. Byron was it was able to fix it. Yeah, I, I think he was able to fix it with Chack and House. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, again, the, the wild card race last year when Daytona was the last race, and he won Daytona. Yeah, getting his spot in the playoffs. Wild card. I'm telling you that that that's that NASCAR's was his, that was his first. That was his first win. Yeah. Huh. Um. But I just really hope that uh, Roush Fenway can... I hope Brad can breathe new life into Roush Fenway. Whatever they end up calling it. Because they have like nine owners. 
I know. And I, I think that might be a little issue because you have Fenway Sports Group that owns part. You have Jack Roush. You're going to have Brad Kozlowski. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another kind of firm that, that, that's ownership of there. You have, I'm pretty sure LeBron James owns part of uh, Roush Fenway so Racing, too. So are we going to call it LeBron... Uh... Well, he, Keselowski James. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I think that might be a little bit of misdirection. I, I think there might be, there's definitely too many Chiefs and not, and not enough Indians. Well, that's why they're not. At uh, Rash Fenway. Maybe. I mean, it's all just money. And all, at, at that point, those other names, that's why they're not a name on, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just money. But hopefully, maybe with a driver going in, uh, it'll... Uh, yeah, he'll he'll be able to give some direction as to where they need to put their money. Yeah, and uh, make the cars better. And again, with these new cars, who's this? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think this next year is going to be the most even we see the field. Absolutely, because it's all new drivers. It's all you know. it's all new cars, all new technology. Um, I think this is going to be the most even you're you're going to see the playing field in a long time. Okay, in a very long time. Yeah. So don't be surprised for next year to see a lot of new winners. I agree. I that's I would I would equate this to the iRacing series they did last year. Sure. Because these cars are supposed to be pretty much equal. They're all getting the parts in the same place. No, that's what the iRacing was a fixed fixed setup. So like it was, but then uh, you know that's that's who's ever better at the simulator. But like Timmy Hill was you know on fire. because yeah, he's good at racing so on like, the simulator. You might find someone that's in lesser equipment. Might do better. Until I these, hope to see that. Then, until these big teams, you know, find loopholes and stuff to always will. modify their stuff or just engineer better results. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess we touched on this a little bit, but the Olympic break. Should NASCAR do this every year? Don't they usually have like a buy, you know, an off week? We, we usually have like an off week, one off week. But do you think they should do the two weeks? No. Yeah. Because especially if there wasn't the Olympics, what, what do we do? No, yeah, that's really all. It's just, it's really just a uh, programming schedule conflict. Yeah, I'm sure the drivers liked it. No, oh, yeah, well they got time off, but uh, it's really just a scheduling uh, conflict with NBC Sports, and we just happened to get it. But we don't even have NBC next year, right? No, that's so. that's that's the weird thing. Which which uh, NBC Sports is, I think they're sending the races to USA Today, not USA Today, at the newspaper USA, and I think. TNT. Is it so? Is it still NBC is doing it? It's still, it? it's it's still NBC. NBC it's just not NBC okay. Sports. NBC Sports is going away. Okay. Um, so then it would probably be TNT. I don't know because they were they did show them on TNT. Remember and they yeah. used ACDC TNT. Yeah, they did. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it'll be. Um, but I guess that you know if they keep this contract and they do that, then we don't have to worry about the Olympic break. Mm-hmm. But. Um, no, I mean, maybe a week off for the drivers and the teams to have that time off. Um, but no, this two-week thing is a little, it is a little too long. Even though I'm enjoying so. watching the Olympics, I would like to watch some NASCAR. And there are some more motorsports. Yes, uh, the, yes there racing. are, yes. And we do hope on the plan out in the future to cover more sports than just, more motorsports than just NASCAR. But this is We're just both time. big NASCAR fans. Yeah, this is our first podcast, so, you know, we're just focusing. I like any kind of racing. Any kind of motorsport racing, I'm into it. I'll watch it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and there's also talk that I think next year or two years, I think next year, uh, some of IndyCar racing is going behind the paywall on Peacock. 
Do, I, do you not know what that means? No, not at all. <laughs> you're, so, t- you're talking so about you like... have to get a premium subscription to Peacock, which is oh. Peacock, which is NBC's streaming platform. But not only do you get, um, don't you have like get like a lot with that? Well, yeah, you, you get Peacock, you get access to Peacock, which yeah, is even, everything even that they even offer. But you get all the, the racing practice, stuff, yeah, all the qualifying stuff you wouldn't get on TV. Yeah, which I, I've been saying this for a long time. I think NASCAR needs to get their own streaming platform. And just have NASCAR content. Because if, well, if you it can, wasn't you, 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 you a ridiculous amount of money. You can get that with Peacock. Even when it was like still Fox. I think they have like special NASCAR yeah. stuff. The but NASCAR it, home track and whatnot. Yeah. Like. If it wasn't a ridiculous amount of money, I would... I'm pretty sure most fans our age would would, would want this. It's just it's I mean, the that's older the way, fans that... That's the way it's going now, though. Would, would, they would lose. Because like if... if like, They're going to die in 10 years anyway. <laughs> <laughs> A little harsh there, oh. um, but I think uh, I think I'd be okay with it because the NASCAR TV contract goes to like twenty four, I think twenty twenty four. Okay, so yeah. So that after point, that, that's when it would change. Okay, um, so either they go to a streaming service with one of these people, like Peacock or Fox or whatever, or they make their own. Yeah. Now I guess it brings us to our, our last point: uh, picks for the next race. So we have Watkins Glen coming up. Um, who do you? Uh, who's your pick to win? Uh, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. <laughs> um, Chase Elliott is definitely a very good choice, a very, a very <laughs> smart choice. Um, I probably go with Kyle Larson. I, I think this it's, is where we're, we're going to see Kyle Larson kind of shine back to where he was uh, uh, during the beginning of, of the summer. It's going to be the between the two of them because Kyle Larson is. he won a couple. What, what was the road course he, race he won? Uh, he won uh, Sonoma. Sonoma. Okay, yeah, and then Chase got lucky with Coda, and Chase won. Sonoma? We just said that Kyle wants Sonoma. Oh, no. Uh, where, where did Chase... <laughs> no, Road, Road America. Road, Road America. Road America. There's so many, there's so many <laughs> tracks now. I'm sorry. I got confused. I'm pretty no, sure like, Chris Bell got lucky at, at Daytona. Real course. Oh, yeah. He, Chase was he's, supposed he's, to win he, that. Chris Bell, uh, he was. And and Larson got really close, but he overdrove a corner. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where is Chris Bell? Because Chris Bell is at the bottom of... No, he's got some good finishes. He got he has a Where couple he? wins. He's fifteenth. Is that is that? Oh no, he's twelfth. Is that Rokers the only win he yeah. has? Oh, okay. He has five playoff points, which I think is the win. Oh, I thought he had some no. better finishes. Oh well. Yeah, Chase was poised to win that road course, and I think something happened to his car, um, which is why he didn't win the Daytona road course. Chase has always been, ever since he got into that nine car, he just. Outperformed everybody on the road yeah. Which I, I think, I think, I think that the Hendrick Track Attack program that they have, that they can make these, well, this is not a secret. They, 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 they put this out there. I, I think uh, their Track Attack program, where you, you could buy a full fledged Cup Series car for your own personal use. You could use it at like, you know, like track days. Track or days. Yeah. Um, that there was a rumor going around that Jeff Gordon was driving these cars. Well, there was. At, it's not okay. It's not rumors because this, this isn't well, a secret. It, yeah. They were when they were test these cars before they gave it to someone. Who was driving the car? Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon was, was always was, a great road course racer. Yeah. And who's to say that they didn't drive some of these cars they made for whoever and got data out of it? Of course, yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're slightly off from what the cup cars that they're racing now are. Uh, these track cars, while they are the current cup car, they have the new. 
uh, sequential shifter yeah. and a couple other different things, but they are essentially the same thing as what yeah. they are racing right now. Oh, you, you can also order any which way you want. I mean, if that is that is also you, true. you could if you want to order a Rainbow Warrior fucking car, a Rainbow Warrior car. Put that out. I don't know if you should curse. I already cursed. All right, <laughs> a Rainbow Warrior car. So you just you could put, do that. I don't know how the font guys are, are about it, but you can just put a split, explicit content. Yeah, I'll probably do that. <laughs> um, but. I definitely think it's going to be a Hendrick Moore sports car that's going to steal a day. Probably yeah. either the 9 or the 5. I think that would be a very safe bet. <laughs> uh, and Watkins Glen is probably my favorite road course. Um, it's very fast. It's very fast. It's, it's very good. fun. Tra- at least on iRacing and racing games, it's a very fun track to drive. It's one of, it's one of the more, you know, it's not like a very all-around. It's just very regular. It's a, it's, it's a track that you could find the groove and just yeah. get in the rhythm. And, like, and Sonoma is like twisty, windy. Yeah. Uh, Road America is very twisty windy. Coda is a very technical track. It is. And while Watkins Glen doesn't have all, a lot of those technical tur- tur- uh, turns because it's not F1 track, it's still very blue. It's like, I, I just imagine like a blueprint track. Yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, you have this turn here. These S's are very, you know, it's that. Um, so, yeah, it's a very good race to watch because you get, the, you get to see these uh, very... Uh, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but like, you could you, you get good finishes like yeah, yeah. Mark Sambros and Brakozowski. I think oh, back in like twenty twelve, that was yeah. a great finish. Uh, Chase Elliott's first one, yeah, that was a great finish. Um, I think Tony had some Tony Stewart had some. Good Tony, finishes. I'm sure Jeff Gordon had some great finishes there yeah. too. Um, no, Watkins Glen always puts up a good race. Um, and I guess next week at Chase Elliott wins, we'll be talking about is Chase Elliott the, the road course king? He is. is he better than Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon? He's almost. <laughs> has he not tied Jeff Gordon yet? I don't think so. But he has. I think his winning percentage is higher than where they are in their career. Oh yeah, because of how many how many he's gotten since. In, no, I'm saying, but like a total of world courses races race races. He's poised. <laughs> he's poised to at when he gets to the same number of races that Jeff has gotten to, he's gonna have more wins than him. Oh, he is. That, that that's what your ratio you're talking about. Yeah, like he's he he. It took him. A shorter time to get the number that he's gotten than what Jeff has gotten, and I would say that, and I would say that's even more to Chase Elliott's point because he's done it on different road courses. Yeah, where like it's, they're I mean, only racing on Sonoma and and uh, yeah, I mean he's had more chances. Chan- he's had you know, more Sonoma chances. And, and Watkins Glen. He's had more chances to do it. Uh, Jeff only had two races a season, but um, I'm sure if Jeff had the chance, he, oh yeah, he yeah. would have he would have put up more wins. And I, mean, I, I don't think it's it's fair to discredit Tony and Jeff winning on the road courses they were given. They probably could have won more. Yeah. Had they had more. The car, uh, yeah, it's there's uh, there's always going to be different, you know, um, the car, the way the car handles, the the, the competition now, but it's very span, uh, how many races, like you said. But coming out of coming out of Watkins Glen, if it does happen to be the five of Kyle Larson to take the victory, that spells very bad news for Denny Hamlin. Oh yeah, uh, that won't. Well, that if he doesn't get a good, if Denny just doesn't get a good finish in general, that'll probably put him outside the points. Well, he's only um, twenty-two. Twenty-two points out. Twenty-two points out. Okay. See, I don't know. Okay, right there. I don't know what those plus are. Plus are. See, excuse us. The NASCAR.com website is 13. very thirteen. Okay, yeah, there we go. He, so Kyle Larson's only thirteen points behind. Uh, Denny Hamlin. And I'm sure a win would not fare well for Denny Hamlin. No. 
then he would be just outside the point standing. Yeah, which he'll be he, if if, if he's in second, then he's he's got to count his days. Yeah, because there's a lot of great talent that is left to win. Right, exactly. This might be the first year we see more than sixteen winners. It's possible. What are we? It's at very right now? possible. We are is at fifteen. I think we're at thirteen. Thirteen. Let's go back. So are you to, just saying for this year, twenty twenty one season? We have twelve winners. Okay. Um, yeah. So we, we can't get more than sixteen, but we, we can get sixteen. I think so. It's very, very possible. I guess, very possible. Are you are you saying before the playoffs? You're not saying before the playoffs. No, you're saying for the season. I'm still confused on what you're talking well, hold about. Hold on. There, there has been, sorry, there's been 14 winners. So you're saying before the playoffs. Yeah, there's been 14 winners. We, we can get 16. I guess with Daytona and Michigan. Is it 14 or is it 13? I think it's 13. Switch it. Switch it it's to 13 it. because you have Denny Hamlin up there. That's right. So there's, there's been 13 different winners. Okay. We could have 17. Before... Four playoffs. Before, yeah, before Darlington. We could have 17 winners. Uh, I, I that hasn't happened yeah, yet. I could see that as a possibility. I think NASCAR I think NASCAR and Fox wasn't lying when they said it's the best season ever. Oh, yeah. By far. This is amazing. Yeah. To watch every single... Mm-hmm. You, you want to watch every single uh, weekend. So, I guess uh, this is time we uh, sign off. Is that it? Yeah. We, got, uh, we, we touched on everything we wanted to uh, touch on. Um... Sorry for the lack of what I'm doing right now. <clears throat> lack of knowing what we're doing because this is our first podcast. I've never done a podcast before. Yes. Um, so we are hoping to learn with with you guys as you watch and as we'll, we we'll give get, you guys information. We'll we probably hope get, get better. Yeah, we'll probably get yelled <laughs> at by the fun guys like to be do something. I don't know. Yeah, Jack, we're uh, we're sorry. But uh, we're doing our best. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you watch you watch podcasts. So you, yeah, or you listen I, to podcasts. I listen to podcasts, I so I, I, I kind of you should be have able idea. you should be able to make an idea. Yeah, yeah, I should be able to get better. But anyway, so I'm it's time of Joe, and I'm signing off. And this is Alex Reckless. I think we need like a uh, catchphrase, don't we? That's totally up to you. <laughs> That's isn't you. I would just say you're fucking. Excuse me. <laughs> I would just say your whole thing. Well, anyway, this, is, this has been the very first episode of Splash and Go. Have a great day, great night, it's whatever time to, it is that you're is watching brought this. Brought to you by Funts. Fat, Fat unathletic nerds, nerds talking sports. sports. <laughs> the sports pod with Dad Pod. Thank you and good night. <laughs>